Waking up the Riverina, Witto and Herbie on hit. Good morning, Sheree. Good morning. Now, Sheree. Yeah. I reckon you could understand. I think actually a lot of people can understand when you go to a busy, busy car park, you park your car, you go to your shopping, you come back and you go, where's my car? Yeah. Have you had that feeling? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sheree doesn't Sorry, drive. I actually just hit me that Sheree, <laughs> news journalist here at hit, does not have a license yet. But no. I think we, I think a few of us that do drive have had that experience uh, when they you know they park the car and you leave and you kind of like dude where's my car where's your car dude dude where's my car where's your car dude dude where's my car <laughs> dude where's your car <laughs> dude it's not funny dude the car is gone <laughs> yeah like you can get a bit panicky no you I've been there especially when there's multiple levels involved yeah one of those car and your car's just a standard colour and then they've got these stupid things on like the things like okay we're parked at the purple seashell remember that and I'm like I'm not going to remember that or you remember the cars are next to you then they're gone by the time you come out you're like why did I think of that like (laughs) I've just lost my car and this is what happened to a man over in Germany Mm -hmm. he lost his car 20 years ago wow (laughs) he lost it 20 years ago he, uh, Has he been looking for he it for park- 20 years? He just- parked it in a garage in this big building. So it was a big car park building. Yeah. Parked it in there and then came went to look for it. Could not find his car. Reported it missing to the police. The police tried to find it. Could not find the car. Yeah. So for 20 years, he's lost his car. It was a Volkswagen Passat. Passat, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just yeah. a nice little car, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then um, he got a call the other week. Uh, he's now 76 years of age. The police have found his car. <laughs> <laughs> police. <laughs> the police have found his car. So the police were still looking, but he wasn't. Where he left it? Well, this is the thing. <laughs> no one was really looking for his car, but the building that the car where they found it was yeah. about to get demolished, and they're like, "There's this car in it. Can someone trace it back to find the owner of this car?" Oh yeah, trace the rego <laughs> and so, everything because yeah, yeah, we yeah. need it moved because we're demolishing the building. Yeah. And when they trace it back, they find it's this guy's car. Yeah. <laughs> and it was parked in the exact same spot he left it twenty years ago. <laughs> So he just completely forgot. How do you do that? Like, you must, like, how long was he searching for? You must have been searching for years. You know what I wonder? In 20 years, no one went, um, who belongs to that car over there, by the way? It's always there. (laughs) Could you imagine if it was a parking garage? How much would it be to get the pay for the ticket to get out of there? It's like 20 bucks a day or something. Like, jeez. No, you would have just gone just demolishing there. Yeah, I honestly, can't afford to get it out. But surely he would have gone through the aisles to check over 20 years. Yeah, I, I think, you know what I think would happen? And I've been there. When you don't like your car and it's a bomb and it's, you know, I used to drive a, a bomb of a car, you treat it pretty terribly. Yeah. If I ever actually lost that <laughs> thing back in the day, I probably would have just gone, yeah, no, it's not That's what right. we're looking for. Like, it's done. Yeah, my brother had that. Yeah. He was hoping someone would might maybe nick it one day, but it was that bad. No one ever did. Leave the keys in it and everything. <laughs> Isn't that the best security sometimes, <laughs> is drive a car that's so crap that no one will want to steal it? <laughs> Widow, Christmas is around the corner. Mm-hmm. And, and because it's R&B Friday's got a special Christmas for you. Uh-huh, 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 I say that. And look, Christmas, it's coming up pretty quickly, so a lot of people are trying to get their shopping done now. Yes. You want to get those presents underway before Christmas Eve because it can get a bit chaotic in that if you leave it too late. And a great survey has come out now about what people expect their significant other to spend on them. Yep. So what women expect their part, their male partners to spend on them and what males expect their women partners to spend on them. Yep. And so it's a, a survey of over 2,000 people conducted by skinstore.com. Oh, hello. And it's revealed that 80% of women expect their men to spend a minimum of $329 Ooh. on them. On their Christmas present. Okay. Um, if my wife, Alyssa, is listening, I love you dearly, but 
not going to be that happen. much. Nah. Well, reality is the average man spends only $90. I see, I'll spend more than that. Which, But I still think $90 is yeah. quite okay. I, I spend probably around the $150 mark. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's that's already like... I'm, my wife, Alyssa, she doesn't like me spending a lot of money on her, so she'll get mad at that. Yeah. yeah. But this is the interesting thing. You think that's a lot. Women want a lot and everything. Men. Oh, no. They expect... $263 to be spent on them. So lower than the yeah, female. Yeah, yeah. But women are averagely spending $223. Oh, so they're lifting so, the game. Oh, they've doubled yeah. what men are spending. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. doubled. More generous. Yeah, very yeah. more generous. Yeah. Which I find very interesting. But then they've broken it down to the types of gifts people want. And so the majority of women, they want quality time with loved ones yep. as their number one choice. That's 35% of yep. these people surveyed want, yep. you know, just like a nice holiday, a weekend away or something, maybe a nice photo that reminds them of a good time. Yeah. While men, the majority of men, 35%, opted for sports tickets. Oh, really? <laughs> That's their first preference. So it's probably Followed just... by money. <laughs> money? There's, oh, there's come no on. There's no love in that at all. I reckon it's also guys underestimate how expensive those tickets are. Yeah. So it's like, oh, can I get a couple of tickets to their thing? It's probably like a hundred bucks or something, and then they are being like two, three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, the significant other does end up getting them for them, but spending a lot more money than what she should have. I love this survey because I'm interested to see what happens at your Christmas. Why? What? Why? Because you're still lacking a thirtieth present, which yes. you, you like to remind a few people about. Well, no, look, hey, I love my <laughs> wife dearly. She I is. Love it. I love her. She is so important to me, and I, I and she's so special. <laughs> but when it comes to present giving, she's not the best at it, and I don't get that upset about it. But uh, yes, there's one present. There's one present, and that's my thirtieth present. How many years have been now? Three. I'm thirty three now, yep. and I still haven't got it. Um, <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, so, maybe. Just maybe you'll get a 30th and a Christmas present this year. Or maybe when I go home tonight, I'll be in a lot of trouble. trouble. You're getting no (laughs) presents. Japan. Yes. Always wanted to go there. They're ahead of the crowd, I'd say. It's on my bucket list. One, the culture, the food, and the gardens. Those are the three things for me I'm really excited about seeing in Japan. And lots of people go over there to ski. Oh, yeah. Ski and snowboard. Yeah, massively, yeah, massively. great mountains over there. And it's an incredibly small island with a lot of people on it, but it's so efficient in yep. what they do. They're good. They are good. They are real good. Like, but they know what they're doing over there. Sometimes it's a little bit too efficient, though. Yeah. There, there is a, uh, a public <laughs> apology that has been uh, put out uh, after uh, one train left 20 seconds early from a platform in Tokyo. This I just don't understand. Well, I just I just don't get it. It's 20 seconds. And in the apology, they said, we deeply apologise for the severe inconvenience imposed upon our customers. It's 20 seconds. This is how tight things run. But 20 seconds. Well, you might have missed your, your train, you know. like but it's. I'm sorry. If you are not there a minute before your train comes, you yeah. should not be expecting to get on the train at 20 seconds. Because if you are there hoping to get there 20 seconds beforehand, you're that person that's running to the train, holding the doors open and delaying it. Yeah, no, that is, that is a very, very good point. But the other thing is... They put out this uh, apology, but they also point out that no official complaint was made by any customers, but they just wanted to put it out there in case one of them In case someone did. It's 20 seconds. Yeah. I used to to have to catch a train in in Sydney when I was working there in my young 20s and whatnot every day. And yeah, when you missed your train, it was annoying, but it was kind of on you more than anything. 100%. To go to high school back in Melbourne, I had to catch a train every day. 
And I miss that many trains because as a, you know, a teenager, you think I can get up a little bit later. Yeah. I can stroll. Yeah. I can take my time and I can get the last train that's going to get me to school just before nine o'clock. <laughs> so if I miss the train, I was late to school so many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, that's the thing as well. Like, I don't know about growing up in Melbourne, but in Sydney, the trains, like if you missed one, you quite often had to wait 20 minutes till the next oh, one. Yeah. Um, but here in Japan, get this, the people that missed this 20 second early train had to wait Shock horror. Four minutes for the next one. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Like I a, like it, though. I want to get the trains over there. It was like when I was living in London. It was so funny. People would rush to the tube to try and get their tube, and they'd miss it. They'd go, throw their arms up, like, oh, God, missed it. And I'm like, geez, poor guy. I wonder how long he's got to wait. I look at the board. Two, two minutes. minutes. You could never use the excuse at work that you're going to be late because two you missed minutes. your train. Because you'd be like, mate, there was one two minutes later. You can't live in Sydney. you got 20 to wait, dude. <laughs> Tell you what's not great and has actually angered me a little bit this morning. It's a picture that has been going around the interwebs. Mm -hmm. It's been shared by the Vancouver police, so it's from the States. And it simply is a picture of a man. You can only see his legs. Yeah. And then it's a steering wheel and it's got an iPad and an iPhone. Yeah. And you wonder what's happening here, but the iPhone and iPad are stuck to the steering wheel. Right. Stuck to it. Yep. Like, he's taped it to it because it must be so important while he's driving to A, see all these messages on his iPhone, and B, who knows what's going on on the iPad. Mm -hmm. Like, I just do, I do not understand this at mm. all. That it's, like, I, just, I just don't understand it. We see so many, so many lives each day. Uh, each yeah, each day that get lost to car accidents. Right around the world, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, which is terrible. Um, I just well, like, what is he doing on the? Is he watching movies? Like, I I just don't understand it. It's it's kind of strange. Also, you said Vancouver, right? I meant to say Canada. Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, after I said, it, I was like, no, no, it's definitely Canada. Yeah, because I th I think technically there is a small town of Vancouver in the states, but it's no, not but no, it anyways. is Canada. Yeah. Right? No, I, I I look, I'm always very careful these days uh, on on you know um, driving with mobile phones. It's just you know it's so important that you do use hands free and with the technology. Technology in cars these days, it's a lot easier to do yeah. that. Um, so I, don't, I, I think there's no excuse for it Not, None at all. And especially with, I don't know if you noticed in the new update for the iPhone, but you can actually turn on do not disturb when driving, and the phone will pick up when you're driving yeah. and and not let people call you. It'll give them a message saying, hey, person's driving, call you back later. Which is a great thing. Yeah. Because I know, and I'll, I won't name any of my friends' names, but I'll, a fair few of them I know will text while drive. No, I hate and that. And will answer phones. And I, I just don't understand it. Like some people go as far to watch things on their yeah. devices, which is just like, yeah, great if it's for your, if you're doing it by yourself, but you're putting others' lives at danger. Yeah, it's not just your life there. You might be distracted for two seconds and you hit someone, and then what happens if you take their life? Like that is terrible, terrible. That you just if you could do something to prevent that, why wouldn't you choose that decision? Why would you willingly go and go? Do you know what that text message is so important instead of someone else's life? Yeah, exactly. And and the thing that gets me about this as well is when I first started driving, and I've said on the show before, my brother said to me, uh, "Just bear this in mind: you're literally driving a weapon right now." You're yep. driving someone. You're driving something that could kill someone. Be responsible, yep. and that's stuck with me ever since he told me that. And that's what it should be like. You shouldn't be on your phone. You shouldn't no. be watching a movie. You shouldn't be doing any of this. So, and like, if you hop into a car and someone's doing it, if the driver is doing that and you feel uncomfortable, you have all the rights in the world to mm -hmm. say, "Can you stop? Pull over. I want to get out. I don't 100%. feel safe in this car. Yep. And if something happens, I don't want to be connected to this. Yep. This is your doing and your damage. Just don't do it." Yeah. Yeah, I'd actually get out of the car personally. Yeah. Oh, if they I've, didn't I've stop, it. if they didn't stop, I'd get out of the car. I've yeah. threatened. I've said, "Can you please stop?" Because I'm not about this. So I suppose what we're saying this morning is off this story, which seems kind of funny or and whatnot from uh, Vancouver in Canada. Please, if you are one of these people, yeah. don't do it.
Stop it. Get a hands-free kit, all right? Cherie here at HIT. We love her. Yep. She puts out the news daily. Mm-hmm. But then weekly, she puts out the Cherie cap, which we get excited for. Yeah. But then sometimes after we listen to it, we go, Cherie, you can stay in that news booth. <laughs> you can like, stay in there today. Yeah, you can Don't do. come out. All right? We're locking even, you in. Not even if you're hungry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> she does a great job of taking the mickey out of Herbie, myself and Dan. And uh, I think this week it's, it's, the balance has come back. It's been you the last couple of weeks, I think, Herbie. I know. I've tried to pull myself back a little bit this week, you know. Yeah. A bit more control. A bit, bit more, more reserved. A bit more mature, Yeah, I could say. How'd it go for you? Well, I hope good because I haven't heard the recap. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Putting a spotlight on the week's mishaps and shenanigans. A weekly recap from Cherie Coleman. It's the Cherie Cap. Headlining the Cherie Cup, Dan's sick day yesterday sparked a completely ridiculous and unfounded accusation aimed at none other than news journalist Cherie Coleman, who has never spat on anyone's salad. Look, I hope for Dan's sake that she doesn't have what I had earlier in the week because it was not pleasant. But uh, let's hope that uh, that she hasn't got that stomach bug. It's yeah. just, just it's awful. It's not good. So fingers I, crossed, Dan. We'll be back tomorrow. I saw you licking Dan's lunch yesterday. It was disgusting. <laughs> and the no, weird thing, too, is it wasn't just a sandwich. It was a salad. And you individually licked every single piece of lettuce she and put it back She dressed it herself. In. Yeah, exactly. The Cherie Coleman dressing. <laughs> oh, that's gross. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Perhaps Herbie was the one to blame for making Dan sick, given that she likes attempting to sing and sits right next to Dan in the office. I didn't know this existed until yesterday, and I went, I need that audio. <laughs> the Riverina needs to hear that. This is it. This is Herbie just having a great old time. That is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and just a reminder, fellas. I'm single, everyone. <laughs> Elsewhere, Widow learned the importance of pre-reading material this week after realising halfway through a Christmas joke segment that all of the jokes he'd printed out weren't exactly fit to be broadcast to the Riverina. Um, oh, God, some of these, some of these are really terrible. <laughs> um, uh, no, I can't no, do it. Can't I can't do it. Do it. Let, let the Riverina do it. I, I just, yeah, I will, because I've had a look on the internet for some Christmas jokes. and You've got I just, two pages worth, and you yeah, got one out of it. I sh- yeah, that's bad Googling. There's a lot of jokes here that I can't actually say. say on it. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, Widow will no longer be invited to Team Fancy Dress Parties after this comment led to suspicions that he may own a pair of stripper pants. Melbourne police are in trouble that when some police have been apprehending some people, their pants have been exploding. You've put some dramatics on that. I'm guessing (laughs) splitting. If we just think about it, the police do a lot for the country. Surely we can tip in a little bit more money. If only there was a place that needed police costumes that would break off and strip off easily. Do we know anyone that would need anything like that? I saw you Googling something the other day. (laughs) Waking up the Riverina, Wito and Herbie on HIT.